welcome to the Mary Jane Experience. Unbiased, unabridged, and most of all, informative. From our mountaintop view here in Colorado, here's how we see the cannabis industry today. Let's look at weed. Good morning, evening, afternoon, night. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, stoners, it is the Mary Jane Experience. I am Casey Jones alongside Strawberry Sequoia. This is a fun episode. We're going to talk about 420. 420! Just happened last weekend. Um, We actually went and hit the streets. We kicked some bricks. Talked to some folks about what 420 means to them, uh, what their plans were for the weekend, what they ended up doing. Um, And we're also going to talk a little bit about the history of 420, um, our past experiences with 420, and then our kind of predictions about what 420 is going to become moving forward with legalization and normalization. Strawberry Sequoia, talk to us. History of 420. All right. So I think it's really interesting because most people in the world know what 420 is. But, At this point, hopefully. Yeah. Um, if not, you're living under a rock. I mean, every person we walked up to and was like, hey, can I interview you about 420? It was either a yes or like, oh, I don't smoke weed. Yeah. There it was, there was some absolute like staunch yeses and some staunch like, oh, good, no. Yeah. But everybody <laughs> knows what it is. Yeah. And But nobody really knows where it came from. Like, Casey Jones, can do you have any idea the actual history? I was told um, in college... That 420 was a police code, I believe, in yeah, so LA. Many so it was like, oh, we got a breaker, breaker. We have a 420 on the corner of. <laughs> and it was just like a kid with a dime bag. Yep. So a lot of people have Hitler's that perspective. Birthday, yep. I've heard, like, Hitler's that birthday. Kind of crazy shit. Tea time in Holland. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, like That's there's awesome. just a million of these ideas, which are all actually great and, you know, I think it's cool how creative people have gotten with it, but <laughs> but I did a little research and, and I looked at a thousand sources, and they all actually have a legit history. Ooh, yeah. So in 1971, a group right. of yeah, a group of five high school students in San Rafael, California, they called themselves the Waldos. And um, the reason for that is because they hung out next to a wall (laughs) outside of school. (laughs) Stretching the creative muscle there. No, but but I actually love it. So, uh, you know, curious high school students, they heard about this hidden cannabis plant left unattended by a Coast Guard that just stopped, you know, harvesting or or taking care of this cannabis plant. And they were like, we got to find this thing. And as legend says, they um, somehow acquired a treasure map, which, you know, probably somebody just drew up from this their grandma's like a basement. sounds like scene from the Goonies. Oh, it, it totally does. <laughs> but this is what everybody says is, is the story. Um, and the Waldos actually have their own website now, and they're like, yes, we are the ones that coined this. Oh, wow. We got to interview them. We definitely do. Um, so they got this treasure map and the group would meet at 420 because that was just a convenient time after school to go hunt for weed. 
apparently they never really found any. Um, <laughs> this probably was total bullshit. I bet they smoked a lot of weed the whole time. I was going to say, a classic stoner move. They uh, smoked it and forgot where they put it. Yeah, but according also to legend, or actually just them, <laughs> the uh, some of the members of the Waldos were actually pretty good friends with a couple people in the dead. Oh. So, you know, they started using the term around them. Apparently there was a poster passed out at one of their concerts that was like, meet at 420 for some 420-ing. And uh, it just started to grow from there. So, oh, wow. so it so there is there any legitimacy to the um, police code? Anything like that? Did you did you find anything, or, or is that just completely creative nonsense? It's certainly possible that after the term became well known, that police started using it. But as far as I know, no. Okay, so uh, that's we'll have to research that one. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so that's sort of the history of 420, but like the real history is how it has seeped into society to the point where so many people know about it, we yeah. don't even know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those cool urban legends, man. Exactly. Which, which I kind of like. Growing up, as soon as we started smoking weed, it was we didn't know why. It was just like, oh, 420, let's like light the blunt. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, th this is, this is kind of one of those crazy things, how it goes from you know, this folklorish tale all the way down to popular culture. Um, exactly. You know, things like we were just talking about Cypress Hill just did a concert to 380,000 people in Vancouver on 420, 4-420. And it was apparently just this group of people that had kind of their fun after school club. So interesting. Yeah. So 420 still means a lot to people. I know it meant a little bit more to me in high school before weed was legal you yeah. know then it was like this cool thing and then in college when i moved to colorado um it was like you got to go to boulder and go yeah, to the yeah. quad so we did that mm -hmm. and now i would say it it's really fun there's great discounts at dispensaries i go and i we have a little bit of a family event sometimes that we yeah. do yep. it's a fly fishing weekend but we all know what's <laughs> It's really yeah, based it's around... It's opening season for fly fishing in big air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so. but, well, it's funny because you do mention um, CU's quad. I went to school um, here at, at Boulder and CU um, in 2005. And in 2005, they blocked off the what was called Farron Field. Um, they put up police barriers. They, wouldn't, they weren't going to let anybody on the quad to smoke weed or whatever. Um, and we had to jump police barriers. You know, a couple of my friends actually got arrested, the whole thing. And it turned out to be this crazy fight because that quad is actually owned by the student union. And the campus had no right to close it. So the student union ended up suing the school. <laughs> and then the school dropped all the charges. And, like, every, you know, my buddies that got caught and they put out, like, pictures of people's faces to, you know, get rewards if you turn this person in. It turned into this whole narc situation. It was crazy. Fast forward five years later, there was like 10,000, 15,000 people out on uh, Norland Quad, which is a big quad on campus, and the police could give a hell because it was medically legal. So it was kind of cool to see the progression of that going from this, like, this is illegal and we're setting up police barriers to, okay, this is accepted. And that happened in the five years I was at school. Yeah. So that was crazy. So, you know, the past, I guess, of the 420 history has... Yeah 
has been really interesting. So when we went out, we went downtown Pearl Street, mm-hmm. pretty famous area in Boulder, Colorado. And we just went up to as many strangers as we could find to ask a little bit about sort of the present. What does 420 mean to you? Do you even consume cannabis? And what are you doing for 420, if anything? And we got a range of answers, actually. And we'll play one for it. What does 420 mean to you? I'm going to go down the line. Um, It's where you smoke a bunch of weed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what you would normally assume the answer to that question is, but uh, we actually got a lot of different answers. Um, 420 is Passover. <laughs> and um... No, I don't celebrate 420 particularly. Uh, a few years ago, I went down to the, uh, the festival there in Denver just to play my Ooh. guitar, because yeah. I thought, well, they'll eat up my Beatles songs and everything, you yeah, know, yeah. that <laughs> the crowd saw that. Yeah, and it, and it was fun, you know. I don't know. I haven't really ever celebrated 420 that much. But I'm going to go to a concert. Oh, what concert are you going to? Um, My friend is in the Jive Tribe. He's playing at the Fox. Oh, nice. I think it's on 420. Saturday? Same thing with you? Um, Yeah, no, I don't really celebrate it anymore. I did go to a Snoop Dogg and 2 Chainz concert once. Ooh, that is... In an interview. (laughs) You want to come? We're talking about 420. Um, Well, it's just a collaboration of really good spirits and good people. Um, it really doesn't hold a big holiday to me, but I just know that in general, it's a good collaboration of people and it's just a lot of fun. So yeah, wide range of answers there. You know, it sounds like 420 really does mean something completely different to anybody that you ask, even though it does have the commonality, it's got to do something about weed marijuana cannabis getting high so well i mean i guess you could take the stance of 420 only means a date to me yeah (laughs) slash time yeah date and time like but i guess you know that's lame revolves around that um the waldos you know meet at 420 meet at 420 pass the joint yeah so that's kind of what it means to me i guess at this point it's like because when i do see 420 on the clock i'm always like oh 420 where do we at but um, yeah, that's kind of it. It's almost like a novelty, I guess, at this point for me. So exactly, nothing too serious. I think um, for industry folks, there's a lot of parties, which is really fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for your standard everyday person, they're like, maybe I'll smoke a little more weed than usual. Maybe I won't. Uh, it's not going to change my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, and I guess as legalization happens, then the novelty of it and this kind of like. Oh, 420. Um, again, as we talk about, you know, the the regular cannabis user becoming more and more, uh, quote unquote, sophisticated. Um, I think as that happens, the the luster of the 420 holiday kind of wears off a little bit, or it seems like it has, at least from the people that we talk to. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say one of the most interesting interviews we got, though, was a man who said that 420 is actually a really sad day for him. And yeah. I loved what he said, and I think we should share that. Yeah. What I'd like to talk about you is you guys are going around talking about people about the holiday of 420, and I made the comment that to me it's not a holiday. To me it's a sad day because uh, back in 2015, my mom died from geoblastoma brain tumors in her head. And uh, 
it wasn't the cancer that killed her. It was the chemotherapy and the radiation where they burnt a hole through her head. And all through the treatments, I was trying to convince her um, that she should try cannabis oil, like Ricky Simpson oil, because of the studies I've read and the stuff I'd heard it done. And it wasn't until she was six months um, to her crossover that we finally convinced her and the doctors to put her on this oil. Well, in her last MRI two months before she died, golf ball-sized tumors had shrunk into raisins. If we had started her on that before the surgeries and before the radiation and before the chemo, she might still be here. So that was clearly one of the most touching interviews that we had of the day and really unexpected to, you know, you sort of think about 420 as this jolly fun time. And this was a really poignant reminder of the fact that not everybody can celebrate 420 openly and not everybody can use the benefits of this medicinal plant uh, even if they really need it in a yeah. lot of states. And we're very lucky here in Colorado and in, in a few other ones, but we still got to fight for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, fi- the, the fight to normalize is not over, and the fight to legalize, obviously, will be dragged on for the next better part of a decade. So, you know, it's, it's fun to think of 420 as celebratory, but we always have to kind of keep in mind that there's a, a lot of people out there that still don't get the benefit. So I think this also loops into the fact that, you know, 420 is a super fun holiday for all of us. And there's a bunch of people in prison for 420 Ooh, yep. that for small crimes, primarily violent, small possession crimes. Exactly. And so and people that maybe would love to be a part of the industry, would love to open up a dispensary and have some 420 discounts for y'all. Yeah, yeah. And yet, because they have been put through the system and have a criminal record, are not allowed to participate in the cannabis industry. And so there are these crazy issues that we're still facing, and you know, we want to be here to say... Happy 420, have fun, you know, heal your wounds and heal your cancers using this plant. But remember that not everybody is so lucky that they can do so. Yeah. So hopefully when you light up next 420, just maybe think about that very briefly and carry on. Exactly. And in conclusion. Yeah. So I think we did touch a little bit on where we see 420 going, but, you know. We'll just have to see. I think as it gets normalized, I think it'll be taken on in different forms. Obviously, huge and large festivals with things like High Times and Cypress Hill, they love celebrating it. But, you know, as it normalizes, maybe a little bit less celebratory, more just kind of thought-provoking. Hopefully. We'll see. I don't know. That's my prediction for 420 and as it goes. But So with all that said... If you are interested in helping some of these causes like incarceration, we have to plug this right now because Mm -hmm. we are doing a raffle and it's based around Mother's Day, but we're doing a raffle to support incarcerated mothers and women in general that have cannabis criminal records, Mm nonviolent, $1 raffle tickets 
enters you to win over $1,200 in prizes. Our podcast coming out next week is with Root and Rebound. This yep. is the organization that all of the proceeds, every dollar that we get from the raffle, is going directly to Root and Rebound. Yep. They are an amazing organization, and it's actually woman-founded. Yeah. yeah. And so we interviewed with them yesterday. That podcast is coming out. They told us about the history of the war on drugs, the present situation, who it's still affecting very much, what they're doing to help, and exactly what they're going to do with all of the donation money from the Mother's Day raffle. So there'll be links to that. It's all over our website and Instagram and all that. If you haven't bought your tickets and you're still kind of on the fence and you want to wait for that podcast... Stay tuned because you will have all the information about what we are doing, why we are doing it, how we're doing it. Um, but if you're just curious and maybe you want to get your potentially cannabis-using mother something nice for Mother's Day, get her a raffle ticket. It's only a dollar. She could end up with a bunch of really, really cool stuff. So yeah. check that out on the website. We have some super incredible sponsors who I'll just briefly mention. We have My Bud Vase, 420 Science, Hippie Naturals, we have Ot Coffee, Lulu's Botanicals, Lady Jane CBD, and a ton more. Um, who else do we have? Aster Farms. Yeah. We have we Tokativity. Shine, Shine Gold Papers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We And we're getting more sponsors every single day. The community yeah. has been so supportive in this cause. So we just hope we can raise as much money as possible for... These incarcerated can moms that just need our help because they got stuck in a bullshit system. Yep. Amen to that. So thank you so much. We'll, yeah, we'll stop talking about that. (laughs) This is about 420. Let us know what you did this 420. Yeah, leave a comment. Let us know what 420 means to you. You know, we did, we were able to talk to people in Boulder, but we want to hear from the world of cannabis. Yeah. Leave us a comment. Shoot us a message. Tell us what you did. Tell us how you celebrate 420. We want to hear. Should we kick it off with the um, the rap? What rap? <laughs> Our last guy we interviewed, he had like a really sweet rap. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. we'll we're we're gonna let him play us out, and we'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Peace out, potheads. We love you. I'll pick somewhere near the ballpark. Thank you so much. Like I, I don't want to cry right now, but I'm about to cry. This is so. When we riot in the streets, we'll be dancing too. Grab your best Kevlar vest, put on your dance and shoes. Grab your gas mask, put on your ass pants too. I promise I'll be there with the cops, harass you. Wipe the tear gas tears from your fearless eyes. Every drop of sweat from your hairless thighs. When we riot in the streets, we'll be dancing too. And if I die, that's all right, but I might be holding hands with you.